Hello, welcome to PlayStation Unchained Tournament of the Overrated Part 2. We're still in the round of 32, and I am, of course, your host, Neil Bolt. I am joined again by the same people as last week. I have Mr. Ben Shillibur Hall. Ray! <laughs> Mr. Christopher. Hello! And Mr. Gary Bagdazaro. Hadouken! What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I was looking into that. Yeah, you because know, if you buy the collectors, collect, what you got? If you buy the collection, you get Street Fighter Four. And I saw the price, and I said no. I, I assume you're talking about the Street Fighter collection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Context. Context. I, no, 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 Ben. Good, so that that collection is worth it simply because the Alpha games are on there. But it's yeah. thirty-five. They're pounds. alone worth the admission. <laughs> thirty-five pounds. No. Totally worth it for Street Fighter Alpha. Twenty-five, maybe. Oh yeah. I can't make any excuses when I spend 30 quid on Burnout Paradise. So. <laughs> which this week, by the way, I, I had finally had one of the dreaded crashes happen, which is uh, annoying. Oh no, crashing like, in Burnout! Shocker! Yeah, crashing. Yeah? Yeah, my son thought that was hilarious when I said it. It crashed when I was crashing. So that's, uh, it. Yeah. Sweet, sweet irony. You pulled a chili. Anyway. The chili. <laughs> the chili, yeah. You want crashes in your crashes? Get your pen on. Yeah. Right, anyway, last week we saw 10 games move into the next round. Uh, we had Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, which beat Walking Dead. We had Demon Souls, went through against Vice City. Fallout 4 went through against Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Uh, Final Fantasy 9 went through against GTA 4, surprisingly. Um, MGS5 beat Resident Evil 4. Uh, Uncharted 4 went through against Devil May Cry. Dragon Age Origins beat Oblivion. Uh, Bioshock beat Virtual Fighter 4. Red Dead Redemption beat Minecraft. And Rock Band beat Shadow of the Colossus. So yes, that was our first bunch. Right, but let's kick off and carry on because there's still so many to go through. Um, Gary, we're going to get you to start. So it's uh, pick a group first. One to eight. Let's start with one. And I'll tell you first which ones have been picked in this group. Okay. Uh, uh, numbers one, five, and eight have all gone in this group. Four. Four is God of War three. And that will give that now to Ben. Eight. Group eight. And you, in Group 8, only number 8 has gone so far. I'm going to go with a 2. Ooh. Well, this is interesting. It's The Last of Us. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> it's <quite> now. <laughs> Not swinging. <sighs> so, um... Chris, it's your vote first, as for the way it goes. I'm sure I'll lose track of this system I've got going, because it never is. <laughs> but still. <laughs> um, all right, God of War 3 versus The Last of Us. Uh, which one is more overrated of the two? Um, I'm going to say God of War 3. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's simply because, I mean... It's the it's the third in the series, and even though it finished out Kratos' original story, um, and they added some new, I, I guess, uh, or, or fine tuned some more of the mechanics in it, 
Um, it, it wasn't as groundbreaking as uh, The Last of Us was in both story and, uh, and frankly, uh, their um, Naughty Dog's uh, willingness to push, the, uh, to push the envelope of what they were known for. To give us that, uh, to give us that really heart wrenching uh, story. So just, just th- those are those are the first things that come to my mind about it. So I would say if the two God of War three is more overrated, because um, Last of Us was definitely something something very special, and I don't think it could ever be uh, overrated. Mm, good argument. Good argument. So Gary, your turn. Uh, this is actually very easy for me. I'm going to say God of War three. Um. I still consider The Last of Us the greatest game ever made, uh, in my personal opinion. Uh, but with God of War 3, I feel, as much as I enjoyed it, it it is, of the three main God of Wars, my least favorite one. Um, one of the biggest reasons for me is 3 didn't really do anything to move the franchise in any direction. Um it took what was already done in the first two games and just built the third one out of it and refined it. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't really add any new mechanics. They didn't even change up Kratos' animations. Um, it was still a great game uh, with awesome boss fights, uh, great level development and puzzles, but it didn't do what God of War 1 did, which I guess really changed uh, how combat works and how, like, a set camera would work in a combat situation. Uh, Like, you never had a problem with the camera. Like, sure, Devil May Cry uh, pushed the boundaries a little bit, but I think God of War really set the standard. Yeah, I mean, God of War War was, like, the the game that did it on purpose, if you will, you know, to that sort of camera Mm -hmm. angle thing. Whereas, you know, Devil May Cry was a leftover from what it was before. So, yeah. Yeah, and, and God of War 2, again, pushed a lot of the stuff that one did and add to it uh, with, like, you know, the Icarus wings you can fly. It, it set up a lot of amazing set pieces as well. Um, yeah. But but 3 really just took what those two games did and just make a third game out of it. Um, I liked it, but didn't really do really much of anything for me, except finish up Kratos' story. Yeah, I mean, like, um, God of War 3, along with Red Dead Redemption, I think were one of the first two games I got to see actually in HD on the PS3. So, you know, it was a lovely spectacle. Uh, going back to play it recently, it's just, yeah, it, it's that's it's aged badly in a lot of ways for me. It's, I think, yeah, it's, it's welcoming to see the series is now changing everything in terms of combat, especially. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, and despite the you know, Last of Us again, I I really like it, but it's a game that every time I try to go back to it, I can't play it again, which is an odd one. You know, for a game like that, it, it fits a lot of things I like. And the first time I played it through, it's like, yeah, this is quite the ride. Wonderful, but yeah, yeah I, I I I'm kind of with you there. I only beat that game one time, mm-hmm. and it was one of those games. Once I beat it, I couldn't bring myself to play any other game because they all failed in comparison to it. Mm. Even games I loved, I was like, I don't want to. This game sucks compared to The Last of Us. Mm. Um, and again, like, I bought the, the remaster on the PS4, and I played a little bit of it, but I'm like, I want to, but 
the memory of it was so great. Yeah, I, think I that's don't want to go through and experience it again. Like it's just there in my memory now, as this incredible journey. And yeah. I'm sure I'll go through it again eventually. But right now, to this day, it's still one of those. This game is too fucking good, and really nothing matches. Yeah. What it's done. <laughs> there are movies like that as well, where you do, you'll watch it once. It's like it's a really good movie, but it's tough to watch it again without you know mm-hmm. context and stuff. But yeah, um, Ben. Well, so, for me, it's The Last of Us. Da da da. Why no one's shocked at all? I, I've I've bought the game. <laughs> I bought the game on PS3. I just couldn't beat it. I just got bored. And then I tried to buy it, I bought it again on PS4, got even further in, got bored. It's just something about the game doesn't click with me, so I, it is my most overrated game, because I've beaten God of War like three or four times, and I only about three or four times also, so I'm going to have to go with uh, Last of Us. Okay. Uh, so, despite that, um, God of War 3 is through tonight's round. The last of us is exonerated, and you know, I'm sure that's up for debate with many people. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but surprisingly, it came up against not the stiffest competition, I think, in that sense. So, there we go. Um, Chris, pick a group. Uh, let's see. Let's go with three. Group three, where we have already had numbers one and five. Let's go with seven. Seven is XCOM, Enemy Unknown. Oh, poor uh, Neil. This is why I didn't pick XCOM 2, because I've just been very sad, and uh, because it legitimately has technical issues that I couldn't excuse, even if I wanted to. But yeah, um, not that Enemy Unknown is much better in that regard, but anyway, um, so... It goes to Gary, then, to pick the next one. Seven. Group seven has so far had numbers three, five, and seven. One. (laughs) Uncharted 2 is the game. (laughs) I'm really sorry, Neil. (laughs) Me too. Um... (laughs) Ben, you're first. Oh, I'm going to have to go with XCOM. Just because Uncharted 2 was my favourite Uncharted, and still is my favourite Uncharted game. Um, so, I, as much as XCOM doesn't deserve it, it's just got the worst competition that it could possibly have as a choice. Yeah, it's a, a pretty sucky choice. Even with my reckoning, it's like, I can't call Uncharted 2 overrated because it's a game that I've played again recently and still stands up. It's the only Uncharted game I think that I've beat on the hardest difficulty just because I enjoyed it that much. I didn't get the Platinum though because finding collectibles sucks. Um, So... Um, Okay, Chris. Uh, Man, I, I actually feel like I have nothing else to add to this conversation. XCOM, man. Because Uncharted 2 could, could not possibly be overrated. It's my personal favorite of the series. I think it's the best one 
of the series, um, sim- simply because the uh, the uh, the enemy. Uh, oh my god, I can't think of his name right now. Angry scarred well, Russian dude. Lazarevich, thank you. Uh, he's not he was... Russian. <laughs> but he was. I, I think he was um, my favorite villain of the series for sure. He was definitely the most uh, um, iconic villain of the series. I think um, the locations were awesome. Uh, the banter, as always, was great. Um, and and I just I really loved how it all ended, how it wrapped up. That final boss fight with him was just stupendous. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's kind of bad competition for XCOM to go up against. But man, of the of the two, there's just there's just no contest. Un, Uncharted two could not possibly be an overrated game because of how fantastic it is, still is to this day. So yeah. Okay, Gary. Uh, yeah, agree with everybody else. Um, <laughs> sorry, Neil. Uh, like Uncharted 2, essentially, it didn't put Naughty Dog on the map, but it essentially solidified them as one of the greatest developers of all time. Um, and, yeah, I mean, 2 is, like everybody else, is my favorite all, out of all of them. Uh, what they did specifically with the snow, I still remember to this day. <laughs> yes. The best snow in any video game. <laughs> um <laughs> Gary but, snow bias again. Yeah, snow bias. If the game has snow, it's gonna win. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, like it, it's sad because XCOM was really good, and I think XCOM came as a big surprise to a lot of people. I mean, here is a very old franchise that hadn't seen a game in a very long time, mm. and here comes this new one, and it's 3D, and it's keeping a lot of the old mechanics like permadeath, and it's super difficult. And it did a lot, I think, into bringing that type of franchise to consoles. Oh, definitely. And essentially reviving that franchise. Um, and it was a great, fantastic game, but it's just unfortunate that it's Uncharted against, too. Yeah, against yeah, Uncharted 2. But I think any variant of XCOM would have struggled in that regard because um, the games are good on console, but they are not technically well made for consoles in terms of you know they're very slow and buggy in places and it's annoying but still so very very good despite yeah. that um, to be fair though we could have probably only we could have actually ended the entire two argument with what word yeah. Chloe Chloe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well that, I think that makes um, Naughty Dog out of three games so far two, only one has gone to the next round so showing their quality so far um xcom just a note for me was uh, a series that i played one of the first pc games i played so it's um a very special series to me anyway when it came back and i was skeptical of it because you know you've seen shit like syndicate get remade and god look out in there um <laughs> <don't yeah>. mind <laughs> me. <laughs> and yeah this and yet this was made with all the love and attention that it deserved and yeah, the XCOM games in recent years have been among my favourite games, if not my favourite games, um, around. So, yeah, it's uh, heartbreaking, but I'm sure it was, it's bound to come up against something that is definitely overrated at some point. Um, so I, I'm confident it won't be winning this tournament. Let's, let's put it that way. Um, right, so the, that makes... 
Who's next? Chris, I believe, wasn't it? Next. Um, was it Ben? Probably Ben, because I picked one the first one last round. Yeah. That's it. it yeah. Ben. Ben. Sorry, Ben. Okay. Pick a group. Uh, five. Group five, which has already had numbers two, four, and eight. Let's go with five then. Number five is Mass Effect two. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, this is going to be slightly easier. <laughs> um, Gary? Yeah. Let's go with two. Group two, of which we've only had numbers six and seven. Eight. SSX Tricky. <laughs> Chris, this is gonna be fun. Oh my god! Um, I'm gonna have to go with Mass Effect Two on on uh, on this one. Yeah, I just uh, simply simply because uh, again because of their uh, how how would I put it? What they did for their their respective genres. Uh, like SSX Tricky was just an amazing snowboarding game. I, I, mm. I mean, I loved everything about it. Um, I used to love playing the old, uh, like like old snowboarding games, uh, like uh, like uh, oh god, like, like two extreme cool borders, three extreme. Yeah, yes. Um, and I think I think SSX Tricky still stands out among uh, among them all. Um, so I think it's a well deserved that it was so highly rated. Uh, Mass Effect 2, though, to be honest, I, I think the first one is still much better. I, I know this sounds... Oh, I, I don't know. Like, like, you know, the cool thing to say, the hipsterish thing to say, but it's really not that. I just, from my own experience, I absolutely loved the first Mass Effect, and I played it all the way through pretty much nonstop because of how good it was. And then I started playing the second one, and I got pretty far into it, but I just got so bored of it. It, mm-hmm. it's I don't know I I didn't I didn't care to gather resources with the pods I didn't care about what was going on now with with these characters I think the thing that really killed it for me was that they tried to make it more like a shooter and did the whole like ammo and reloading thing and yeah. I didn't think that they needed it that that killed it for me I loved how the first one was where it was more like an RPG like mm-hmm. like a space RPG and and the second one they're like oh well everybody loves Call of Duty let's add in like ammo and more action. It's just, no, it doesn't need that. It's just make it fun. I, I don't know. My, my personal opinion, I just didn't like Mass Effect 2 as, as much as the first one, so I, I think it's the more overrated. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't say it's easy for me in this sense, just because I haven't ever played Mass Effect 1. I played two hours of Mass Effect 2, and I've finished and loved Mass Effect 3. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in no position to qualify it, but SSX Tricky, I hate snowboarding, but again, it's a game that's good about snowboarding. So mm-hmm. there you go. It, it won it wins in my eyes. But uh, Ben, what about you? I'm going to vote uh, Mass Effect 2 has been overrated. I, okay. I liked 1 a lot more than 2, though I'll admit I liked 3 more than 2. Because they tried to make it shooty shooty bang bang in two, but failed it. But three seemed to make it seemed to balance the shooty shooty bang bang with some of the RPG elements. Yeah. That was and still more shooty bang bang than it needed to be. But 
shooty bang bang. I love it. <laughs> you uh, you loved the multiplayer as well, didn't you? Oh yeah, I loved the multiplayer in three. That that was why I played that game so much. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. That's um, Mass Effect Two. Gary, it's on you. Uh, Mass Effect Two as well. Um, I'll like Chris. I got super bored with Mass Effect Two. There is a lot of downtime in that game. Like, oh, I gotta mine this boring mini game uh, to to get materials to upgrade stuff. Like, it just wasn't fun at all. Um. It did become a little too shooty. Uh, I wasn't a fan of most of the characters. Um, except for Miranda, I believe her name was, because she was modeled after a very attractive actress. But <laughs> <laughs> She also did the voice. But, um, no, uh, yeah, it's... It, I, I feel like, in a way, Mass Effect 2 gave into the pressures of the market to make it a little more shooty rather yeah. than more RPG like like the first one was um and it, it did kind of refine what made BioWare games great in the in at least in the way of you know dialogue choices and narrative stuff like that but it was also a narrative that I think a lot of people predicted very easily. I know I predicted it since the first game. Like, the moment in any of these types of games where you mention an ancient dead race, that ancient dead race is probably going to be the main villains of the franchise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, it kind of became very predictable. Um, but SSX Tricky for me uh, wins because they have snow, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's the open no, no, no. SSX Tricky to me, it, it kind of did what, in a way, Burnout did for racing games. Hmm. Uh, where to me, it gave me a snowboarding game that was fun and arcadey. And it didn't punish me for making this turn, you know, three quarters of a second slower than the next guy. Make me lose the race. Like, it, it was an arcade snowboarding game where I can do ridiculous tricks that are feasibly impossible for a human being to do. And the characters were fun. The music was great. And it was just a fun game, especially in multiplayer. It was just fun to dick around with your friends, um, yeah. get in each other's way, knocking them on down, screwing up their tricks. It was fun. It was an arcade snowboarding game that, that I enjoyed very much. Okay. So, uh, Mass Effect 2 is into the next round, joining God of War 3 and XCOM. Uh, right, Chris, pick a group. Yes, uh, let's do four. Group four, of which we have had numbers three and seven. Uh, let's go with six. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. So now there's It's be interesting to see what comes up against this. Um, ben, it's in your hands to see who is the opponent. Uh... Seven. Group seven, of which we have had one, three, five, and seven. Four. <laughs> Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh, man. <laughs> Good job, Ben. I love you. <laughs> so, um, Gary. 
What's Yo. one? Which is the overrated one here? Ooh, Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been a much harder choice if this wasn't Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, really hard choice. Modern Warfare obviously really made Call of Duty explode on the market. Um, it provided one of the greatest multiplayer experiences, I believe, at the time. Uh, of course, that changed over time. Uh, but, man, what that game did was just incredible for the franchise and first-person shooters in general. Um, but when it comes to Symphony of the Night, uh, my favorite Castlevania of all time. Uh, fantastic through and through with... Well, maybe not with the story as much, but it, it really changed the formula around. You know, you're, you're playing as not a Belmont. You don't even have a whip. You fight with a sword this time. You're playing as Dracula's son. The music was incredible. The the animations, the sprite animations, the fact that you can you you finish the game and you think it's over, and then oh shit, you replay the entire game backwards and upside down now, and it's like twice as hard. It it just did so many amazing things for the Castlevania franchise, and it it may have recovered a little bit over time, but it definitely was never surpassed. Symphony of the Night, like it, it Symphony of the Night was just too too special to me, and it's one of those games where I own on every franchise or every console that has been released on. Except maybe the Xbox. I don't even know if it's on there or not. But I own a lot of copies of that game. (laughs) Um, And I still have the old PS1 disc of it. But yeah, you know, Call of Duty is stellar. But again, it's one of those things where it's up against a far superior game, in my opinion. (laughs) I mean, personally, I don't love Castlevania as much. But um, I just, I never clicked with cod 4 as i said to you i think last week i got <laughs> i saw the type of player it would attract in time early with my brother and it just kind of put me off the whole thing but yeah so yeah castlevania would be an easy one for me if it were me um okay so chris um jeez, i i uh I got I got to agree with Gary on this one for sure. Um, comparing the two, Call of Duty, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare. Um, I think I stated last week that 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 was the game that got me into playing uh, multiplayer online, just because it was so well done. It was so smooth. The controls were so smooth. Um, it was fun to play. It was fun to rage out at people like, "How the hell did you get that kill on me? I emptied a whole the, the original. I emptied a whole clip into his face, and he still killed me in one shot. Like just." Oh, it was it was fantastic in every way. The storyline was great. One of the most iconic missions ever, the uh the Chernobyl mission. My god, I still I still get tingles thinking about that mission because it was so perfect. But had it been a, I, I honestly think had it been up against anybody else on this list, I think it could have won. Um but Symphony of the Night, man, it that I that's one of those games I probably put about five hundred hours into. Um, just, uh, I played it through multiple times, got the different endings. Um, I spent a lot of time, uh, farming enemies to get cash, to get the duplicator, which was the special item that made, uh, your one use items, uh, uh, respawn infinitely. 
So I I was able to beat Dracula in like three seconds just by hucking an infinite amount of shurikens at him, which were like the most powerful weapons in the game. Just <laughs> these giant shurikens that fly across the screen and do like six hundred damage. It, it was it was great. And I just the sheer amount that went into that game that that they got out of me playtime wise. And like Gary said, the soundtrack, the graphics. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, that that's that's uh, that's one of the that's definitely the height of Castlevania's uh, career, and possibly one of the best games ever made, for sure. So, um, yeah, <laughs> sorry, Call of Duty, I love you, but not not as much as Castlevania. <laughs> uh, ben, I'm going to go with Call of Duty. Just because I haven't really played the Castlevania game, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Moot at this point, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's. Uh, I think both COD games that are in this are in the next round now, so could face each other. You never know. We shall see. Um, right, Gary. Pick that number. Three. Group three, of which we have had numbers one, five, and seven. Three. Bloodborne. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> <pick> the poison. <laughs> uh, let's do one. Group one, of which we've had numbers one, four, five, and eight. Six. Assassin's Creed 2. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ben, you're up first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go with um, that little game called Arse Creed 2. Yeah? Yeah. Just because I'm not a big fan of our Systems Creed games and yeah. Yeah. Is there any other It's Assassin's Creed. The franchise <laughs> itself is just overrated. Except for Origins. That's a good game. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, Chris, Chris next, isn't it? Uh, sure, I'll go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, def- definitely, I have to go with Assassin's Creed Two. Now, I I I do enjoy Assassin's Creed Two. Um, I definitely think it is the best one of the series. Still, I haven't played Origins yet, but of the ones I played, Assassin's Creed Two definitely was the best. Um, Improved uh, pretty much everything from the first one, uh, and it's definitely, I would say, the flagship of the series. But holy fuck, Bloodborne! I just that 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 game is a masterpiece. Um, I think it's From's best game uh, of the of those uh, you know the Soulsborne mm-hmm. series. Um, definitely worth every moment that I played through that game. I, I platinumed it because I loved it so much. Wow, and and it, the DLC too was just fantastic. Got some of the most iconic boss fights uh, of any of any game genre, anything ever. I mean, who could forget? Who's played it? Who could forget Rom or the Orphan of Kos or 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 uh, Mar- Margot's Wet Nurse? I mean, geez, it was just so perfectly well done in every way uh, that it could be. The graphics were gorgeous. Um, enemies were grotesque and fascinating. Uh, you you felt. Once you got good at the dodging, you felt like a badass. It, it made you feel like you were an actual hunter doing this, and and it really helped. All the immersion was perfect. 
Um, the PvP was great. I, got, I could go on. I could go on. Just you know, Bloodborne. Bloodborne could not be overrated in any sense ever. It's just so so well done. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I, if it was me, I'd be saying the opposite. Just because Assassin's Creed, I despise the first Assassin's Creed, and somehow the second one is fucking marvelous after that, which is probably to do with a change in character who, you know, actually has a personality that does help and, you know, a, a nice place to sort of explore. Um, Bloodborne, despite, you know, being quite into the soul stuff up until that point, um, just didn't click with me and, uh, which is unfortunate because I saw it and I thought, fuck me, this is like souls meets devil may cry. I, I want this in my blood right now. <laughs> And yet, no, I don't know why it, it just something about it did not work for me, and probably didn't help after that. When I wanted to retry it, was that uh, I had to uh, review uh, Dark Souls Three and mainline that in a very short space of time, which put me off the Souls games for a bit. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> so, um, which is still the case, sadly. But yeah, yeah so understandable but I, it's one of those like the witcher 3 one of those games i really want to love but for some reason i can't but, uh, keep trying keep trying as they say um gary do i need to ask i don't want to answer this question <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love them both so much uh assassin's creed 2 is my favorite assassin's creed i haven't played origins yet even though i've had it for like four months um oh man i i want to say hmm. put it this way at this point it's moot because assassin's creed 2 is going through anyway so pick whatever i i might have to say bloodborne on this one yeah um it's my favorite of the souls games i i did platinum it as well Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just so marvelous. The setting, the, the gothic, like mid eastern setting, just was so well done. It's one of my favorite ones. Uh, it's one of the reasons I love that game more than the Souls games. I've talked to Chris about it so much. Mm-hmm. I think it's the setting that really made me love that game that much more. Okay. And the fact that it was a lot more offensive rather than a defensive game. I feel like Dark Souls was a lot more defensive, whereas Blood War Born was more offensive. Like there was no shield to block or anything. You had to dodge instead. And for those who know me, I am a dodger, not a blocker. Um, As my but... famously said. <laughs> <laughs> but Assassin's Creed 2, man, what Assassin's Creed 2 did is. It literally took everything that the first one did right and everything it did wrong and fixed it all. Like, it removed all the negatives that the first one had and it just amplified what made what, all the good stuff that it did. Um, Ezio was a fantastic character. Uh, watching his kind of rise to become an assassin was, was very cool to see. Um, Italy was fantastically recreated. I loved exploring it. I loved running around the rooftops. Um, great additions to combat, like the dual blades they added in, was so awesome. 
they kind of added a little bit more RPG elements to it. Uh, they just refined it in almost every way, and it created one of the greatest, I guess, franchises you can say nowadays. With and it was thanks to that game, in all honesty. Um, I just feel like it it holds a good special place in my heart. Um, and I think that's probably one of the reasons I'm I'm saying Bloodborne is because Assassin's Creed to me, or Assassin's Creed 2 to me, really did more for that franchise than Bloodborne has done for, I guess, the Souls genres, I guess what you can call it these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I love Bloodborne, but compared to Assassin's Creed 2, I feel like... Assassin's Creed 2 has led the way more a lot well, a lot more than Bloodborne has. Bloodborne has taken everything that's made those games fantastic and made it even better. Yeah, fair enough. Um, cool, so that's Assassin's uh, Creed 2 through to the next round. Uh, so far then, five games we've had uh, God of War 3, XCOM Enemy Unknown, uh, Mass Effect 2, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and Assassin's Creed 2 have gone through so far. Ben, you are back in time now to pick a number. Uh, I will go with six. Group six, which has had numbers two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Seven! (laughs) Seven. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well done we ruined it by congratulating ourselves but still uh, Final Fantasy 10 oh boy congratulations uh, an easy victory again <laughs> Chris uh, let's go with 2 group 2 uh, which 6, 7, 8 are all gone uh, let's go with 5 Prince of Persia The Sands of Time Huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember anything about that game at all. Uh, I do. I remember quite a bit. <laughs> you are thinking the right one, Ben, aren't you? We're not talking the spin-off from the Jake Gyllenhaal film. Okay, then, no, I don't remember any of it, because I've never played the PS2 once. Well, Ben, that's um, unfortunate, to say the least. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, <laughs> what's your pick? Uh, mine. Yep. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Um, Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah. Yes, I know a lot of people love Final Fantasy Ten. Um, I am not one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed Ten. Uh, but I don't feel like it was a phenomenal Final Fantasy by any means. It was the first voiced Final Fantasy, which was great. Um, combat was good. Music was was good. I still think to this day it has the best battle theme of any Final Fantasy. Um, the characters just didn't do it for me. Uh, I think there's only really two standout characters in that game. Uh, the story was very blah to me as well. Um, Blitzball was fun. I enjoyed playing that kind of more than I enjoyed playing the main game. <laughs> uh, but 
when when it comes to Prince of Persia, I mean, again, here is a game that took a very old franchise that hasn't seen a game in a very long time and reinvented it to work in modern time. Um, combat was very fun. It was very fluid. The animations flowed incredibly well. Uh, it all kind of blended together. Uh, it was very well done. And the ability to essentially rewind time when you mess up on stuff. Like, oh shit, I just got killed. Uh, I better rewind time and be able to dodge this guy's attack this time. It was it was really cool to see the game rewind itself in real time. Um, yeah. It's something I don't think anybody had really done at the time at all. And seeing it happen in motion in real time was, was really fucking good. I thought, um, great puzzle solving, uh, required you climbing, running on walls. Uh, it was, it, it, it was a great addition to what most people considered a really dead franchise. And, and characters as well, I found characters in that were really good. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just a shame that they kind of went away from what it did with the two sequels that it had. And they just made them. <laughs> dark and violent for absolutely no reason whatsoever uh, uh, yeah it was like uh, and and you know it spawned a uh, you know a reboot i guess you can say with with prince of persia like with the one that had the uh, uh 2008 yeah yeah the awesome one where you technically couldn't die um just no one north way too much. the main character yeah I, it was a great game so then you know they kind of try to go back to to that setting after that by rebooting it again <laughs> with Prince of Persia. But then again, they made it dark and gloomy for no reason. Um, and by that the time, Assassin's Creed had come along <laughs> taking its parkour. It, so. it really did take everything. I, I guess you can even say that it's thanks to Prince of Persia that we have the parkour of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sands of Time was a fantastic revival for the franchise. It's just a shame that they couldn't take the success they had with it and run with it. So. Yeah, a, a common Ubisoft theme, to be fair. So, over the years, but to, yeah, it's a superb game. And ten is probably Final Fantasy ten for me is probably up there. But then I haven't played many Final Fantasy games. But it's not. I wouldn't even say I enjoyed it as much as fifteen. I'm just saying something. So, I like fifteen. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it didn't engage with me in quite the same way. I like the music, as you say, like uh, Suteki Dantene, the, the song from that. It's really nice. I like that. It's, um, love it. It's one I still play to this day. It's, uh, but yeah, it's not my favourite in that franchise and Prince of Persia is just mm, beautiful. Ubisoft at their best at that time. So Yeah. yeah. Um, it would make it Chris. Chris. Yes, let's go with Chris. <laughs> um, this this is a tough choice for me as well, um, just because I I did love ten. Um, I agree, it wasn't uh, you know as as huge of a standout to me as as some of the earlier entries. I I, I think even nine was uh, more fun for me to play, but uh, I, I I think it was a bit over uh, a bit overrated. Be just I I don't know. It didn't. It didn't jump out to me as much. Um, we did. We did get that awesome laughing scene though out of it. Um, definitely meme worthy stuff there. Um, also, Lulu. We got Lulu out of it, so that was great. Um, <laughs> I imagine why. You like. Hey, I, 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 I yeah. like pain more. I love pain. 
Pain from X Two. Mm, yeah, yeah, awesome. One, I, I love I love goth girls and punk girls. Um, anyways, uh, to the matter at hand, I agree with Gary here. I think Sands of Time was was again a very groundbreaking game. Um, seems to be a running theme here, but you you can't over you can't overstate groundbreaking games because of what they do for the industry. Sure. Um, it, we you know we have as you said we owe Assassin's Creed uh, to Prince of Persia. Sands of Time. Um, it was just such a fantastic game. Um, although we did get a, you know, the uh, terrible Jake Gyllenhaal movie spinoff from it. Um, <laughs> I think it inspired a lot more good aside from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I'll go. But between the two, uh, like I said, tough decision for me. But I do think that of the two, Final Fantasy X is more overrated. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Ben? I shall give my answer as a, a quote from the game. I'm going to have to go with Fantasy Ten as overrated with the limited open world aspect, which in my opinion is one of the reasons why 13 ended up being in the corridor simulator because we went from slightly open world with 10 to pretty linear with like 12 to 13 so yeah I want to say that 10 was the start of a downward spiral in my opinion or one could say downward spira yeah. Yeah. very good yeah. so yeah Fantasy 10 was my overrated game because I don't remember anything of Prince of Persia so I can't really say if it's good or bad I know That's it good. had a guy that were like orange and blue um, somewhat correct, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Final Fantasy Ten. Um, so Gary, pick a number. Eight. Eight. That well-known number. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seven, but it's just not quite eight, eight yet. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. The rate setting a seven or eight is eight. <laughs> <laughs> seven and three quarters. Yeah. So <laughs> the new rate. Tell you what, we'll put that on on PS2 for next week. The new rating system, not seven point five. It's eight. You're welcome. Anyway, oh, um, no, he's eight. a Satan, Satanist. <laughs> oh God. Um, we've had numbers two and eight out of this one. Let's go in the middle. Let's go five. Metal Gear Solid Two. Oh boy. Well, wherever it goes, it begins against. I feel bad for. Chris. Uh, let's go with. What have I not done? Let's go with six. Group six. Of which, right? It's better to say what we got left on this point now. Um, one, three, or five. You can have. Let's go with three. Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kick this shit out, probably. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Keep it in, Ben. That's what you mean, surely. So. Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> uh, do, do, do. Uh, so, Ben. Grand Theft Auto 5. Shock. Or. Oh, I'm so happy I could say those words in a sentence. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
online though, I'll get the on the online is really good. Everything else, no. Fuck off. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Okay. You. Right. No, 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 no. No, Mr. Good Game here, no. <laughs> you sound like someone who's angry in their sleep. <laughs> 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 oh, mommy, don't. No, no, no. Oh, Tony, don't do that. That's my peanut butter. Dude. All right. Gary. Oh yeah. Um. Come on, Gary. You know which game. Well, it's weird because two isn't my favorite Metal Gear. Uh, it's actually a very low well on my Metal Gear games. <laughs> but <Sorry. laughs> Neil, <laughs> Neil is, is like, oh my god, yes. But uh, I have to give it to GTA Five as well. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> As I mistakenly did last week, talking about five instead of four. <laughs> <laughs> so just listen to last week to see what his opinions of five are. No, five. I loved. I loved the world of five. I loved all three characters. Michael, like I mentioned last week, is one of the coolest and funniest characters, I believe. Um, the online, what it, the online has just become a phenomenon in that game. Um, um, and Gary, the fact that here, Gary, you know what online has become. It's what Sony Wish Home had become. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's essentially they can release a standalone GTA Online and it'll probably sell just as well. I would buy the shit out of that. Um, and the fact that they're constantly still to this day releasing content for it is. And they've only had one paid DLC pack technically. So. Yeah, it's just crazy what they've done with it. Um, more, all the power, or the more power to them. Uh, they, they know what they're doing. They've always known what they're doing. Rockstar, they can release one game a generation, and it could still sell for the entire generation. Still, it's still in the top five most selling games every month. It was number one two weeks ago. Here, Jeez, look at that! What the hell? <laughs> it was like, on sale. Everybody yeah. has to have that game at this point. I know. <laughs> Whenever it goes on sale, it's 25 quid. It's never like, oh, here's GTA 5, that game from 2013, for like £10. It's like, no, it's £25, no less. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's insane. Uh, But Metal Gear Solid 2, man. Um, Hideo Kojima just fucked with everybody in that game, didn't he? (laughs) (laughs) And I, I, for one, enjoyed the fucking... So uh, so I thought it was fantastic. I mean, all he did was show you footage of Solid Snake on the tanker and first-person view mode of Raiden, so you never even knew that you were playing as a different character for 90% of the game. And Um, what's cool is they only showed Snake on the back of the box as well. Yeah, and the trailers had him in the sections and 
show and that was you just yeah. I think you get away with it now you know but it's just just fantastic stuff i mean uh i the changes well i guess not the changes but taking like the old the 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 metal gear solid camera angle i guess you can say and pretty much making it 3d and adding a first person view mode um it all worked really well for him i mean sure you couldn't move around in first person but the combat situations weren't so chaotic that you needed to do it no Um, and it's a testament to the design and his genius uh, uh, that he was able to do that. Um, yeah, the a lot of people obviously. I think, I think what 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 gives Metal Solitude the most hate is the fact that you didn't play a snake, and people were not happy that they were deceived so badly. But I think it was a genius move by Kojima because it wasn't Snake's story; it was Raiden's story. Um, and by proxy, it was the player's story. Yeah, exactly. Snake was in the game. He was in the entire game. He just pretended to be a different character because he had his own mission. Um, And just seeing them kind of come together and join forces, um, you see this naive character who had all the training in the world, but he realistically wasn't prepared for the real-life situation. Um, He went up against an immortal vampire in Vamp, uh, he went up against the character who had a shield that stopped every bullet from hitting her. Um, these are situations that he wasn't prepared for, and the way they played off of his character and how Snake constantly had to come in and save him during these moments yeah. uh, was so well done. And obviously, I do feel that it did go a little batshit crazy in the story. Um, somehow, Kojima still made it work. When when the franchise came to an so end, the, uh, even the batshit crazy is incredibly relevant today. <laughs> Gary, turn it's, your PlayStation off. It, it is very relevant today. It yeah. probably wasn't as relevant when it came out. People weren't as well. It probably was, but people just weren't paying attention. Yeah. Uh, and well, now no, they it are. has got more relevant as time. It's weird. Yeah, because the internet has become this thing. You know, yeah. we've only seen recently with what Facebook had done with data and manipulation of that data is that's the story of Metal Gear Solid yeah. 2, 2 and 4 effectively you know so it's yeah no, wow Gary, turn <laughs> your PS4 off and go outside <laughs> yeah it was great stuff it, it, it he tried to recreate some of those moments with Psycho Mantis where it's like talking to you the player breaking the fourth wall fish and um, mailed fish and mailed also, yeah, I love that bit with the little raven dolls. Like, raven? How did he? Oh, it's just a toy. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I yeah, panicked oh. when I saw that toy the first time I played it. <laughs> yeah, because you see the giant shadow of raven, I think, what? And then realise it's the little toy that little, shoots little minigun. It did a lot for the franchise. But like I said, it wasn't my favourite but I appreciate what it's done, and it should still be considered one of the best Metal Gear Solid games, and or games of the PS2 era. Yeah, I mean, so. I'm glad I don't have to vote on this. Even though I know what my pick would be, which is Metal Gear Solid 2, because Metal Gear Solid 2 is my favorite game of all time. So I wouldn't, sorry, so I wouldn't pick that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, GTA 5 is just wow. It everything to me as well, but. 
Yeah, MGS2 is just too good, too I much. I hate to say it, Neil, but that is probably the worst one combination for me because I know how Grand Theft Auto Five, as much as I dislike it, isn't that overrated, but it came up against the the worst competition. <laughs> if it had been anything else, I would have think GTA Five wouldn't have got overrated. But yeah, it's anything the, else. It's the first round, you know. Even you know, Fantasy Seven, I would have picked that over. Yeah, that's well, fair. Yeah. It's fair, Chris. What's your um, pick? Well, I mean, I mean, obviously not that it, that it uh, matters now, but mine, my decision playing De- Devil's Advocate would actually be the opposite, but for roughly the same reasons. Um, you guys, you guys have all hit, already hit on what was great about both of them, but I would say that Metal Gear Solid Two was the more overrated of the two. Uh, for those exact reasons, um, in that you, you've pretty much all said that uh, it's a great game, but it's not my favorite of the franchise. Um, it's oh, I didn't say d- that. Despite <laughs> what, okay, well, not you, Neil. I know, I know you said, um, but but uh, it, and and that kind of seems to be what I've seen as the general as the more general opinion of it is. Yeah, it was a great game, but it wasn't the best of the series. You know, when people talk about their favorite Metal Gear games, it's either Metal Gear Solid. Or Metal Gear Solid Three uh, Snake Eater, um, uh, but it's—I uh, mean, it's still a great game. But man, what, look! I mean, like Gary said, look at what Grand Theft Auto Five has done. It's—it's it, it's just not stopping. It's how—I I mean, how can a hundred million people be wrong? It's—it's it's just such. It's—it it has staying power. Trevor is the iconic. Uh, character of Rockstar at this point. I mean, I mean, Trevor embodies Rockstar. It's insanity. It's gruesome. It's it's hardcore. It's just that that's what Rockstar's games are. And Trevor is like my favorite character of the entire series at this point because he's he was just the embodiment of not giving a shit about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whereas you know, Metal Gear Solid Two, yeah, I mean, the, all the points that Gary made were spot on. It was fantastic. It's relevant. Um, it, it's it's a mind fuck to play once you get later later on in and just like what the hell is going on? Um, but it wasn't it wasn't Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it was it wasn't it didn't have the the gripping stories that that made you love Metal Gear Solid. That that was the passion that was behind Sniper Wolf and Raven and and Gray Fox and and the final confrontation with Liquid Snake. It didn't. It didn't have all that. It, it had Metal Gear, and it was Raiden's story, yeah. But I just, it, it, and it was graphically improved. It was great. Um, about the the best character that actually had any depth was uh, was uh, Olga. Was that her name, Olga? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was she. She she was the character that had the most depth out of all of them. Yeah. And, and, but it was. You know, I just I don't think story wise, I don't think it was as good as as the first Metal Gear um, Solid. So I, I'm gonna have to go with Grand Theft Auto uh, Five as being the uh, less overrated. But like I said, my obviously my opinion doesn't count now. But I'll keep that in <laughs> mind for uh, for future rounds here. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Um, All I'm gonna say is, yeah, go don't tell me that none of you didn't. Ch- Get incredibly impressed by how hairy Olga's armpits were. <laughs> That's Gary's thing. 
<laughs> How dare you? Gary is um, yeah, I, I will counter your argument, Chris, by saying, yeah, but did Metal Gear Solid have a roller skating fat bloke who were drinking wine? <laughs> I rest uh, my case. God damn it. <laughs> did they, they also have a vampire? <laughs> he wasn't a vampire. But yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Um, okay, so yeah, GTA 5 into the next round. Um, ben, is your pick next for match 18? Okay, uh, I'm going to go with two. 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 You can have anything from one to four. Uh, let's go with four. Four. Street Fighter 4 is your pick. It would be if I could undo what I just did. Sorry. Ah, dear. Numbers. And that would mean Gary is the... uh... Five. Five, I like. Okay, my cursor is going weird, so it's picking up far, far too much. Group five, again, only four options. Uh, One, three, six, or seven you can have. One. Dragon Quest Eight. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Chris, what's your poison? Uh, this is this is kind of rough because I didn't play Dragon Quest Eight. Um, man, <laughs> that that's that's hard to say. Um. What was the first game again? Street Fighter. Street Fighter. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, even though I didn't, I didn't play uh, Dragon Quest Eight. I'm gonna say that Street Fighter Four is the more overrated of them. Yeah. Um, it was. God, I don't know. I like Street Fighter Four. Um. But I think that was kind of uh, Capcom trying to bring something back. And I don't know that they tried hard enough because it still wasn't as good as as Street Fighter Alpha or Street Fighter 2. I mean, I'd still rather pick up one of those games any day before Street Fighter 4. I like the design of the characters. Um, Yeah. Uh, like they're they're kind of 3D cell shading, but still keeping it 2D. I thought that was gorgeous. Uh, I I liked uh, Seth as a final boss because it was <laughs> very much uh, almost a joke for you. You're like, wow, this final boss is easy, and he just completely whoops your ass in the second round after he powers up. Yeah, and so that I mean that the first time that happened, you were just like, what hap- What is going on? Where did he get all this power from? Uh, this isn't even his final form. It, <laughs> it's over nine thousand. Um, but I, I just don't think that it. The reason I don't think it succeeded is because now everything that's coming out after that is following that same formula. Um, hmm. With uh, with Street Fighter Five, with uh, Marvel uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, it's just not that they're they're. T- I think if they want to go with what works, they should look further back uh, 
as they as they move forward. Kind of the same way that I feel about like the Battlefield franchise, where I would love to see them go back to how Bad Company Two was. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, I know all I'm going to get is Battlefield Three from here on out, and that really makes me sad. So I think that the future of Capcom's fighting games is now Street Fighter Four uh, rather than Street Fighter Alpha Three. So that that's why I would consider that overrated. Um, what I do know about Dragon Quest Eight is that uh, it's uh, Akira Toriyama's art, and that is always a win for me. So yeah, Street Fighter Four <laughs> is my overrated game. <laughs> Um, Ben I'm going to have to go with Street Fighter 4 for the exact same reasons as Chris said I was going to say it like content but I was thinking of Street Fighter 5 there uh, I, I same would, game uh, <laughs> same oh, no. damn game that's my point <laughs> Street Fighter 5 is a far better fighter <laughs> and I, I was so hyped for Street Fighter 4 and it, it disappointed on multiple levels it, it got better when they put later versions out but then I think the last version they did for PS4 was just an awful port. <laughs> just like, after everything you did to get it right, you then fucked it up again. Just yeah, as it was ultra complete. arcade, wasn't it? Yeah, it's just it's a shame. Would it's, you get for some... free for pre-ordering Street Fighter Collector's Collection? Yeah. Thing? On the plus side, it did introduce Crimson Viper. It became one of my favourites. And but yeah, but yeah, Dragon Quest VIII is just well, I loved it. And you know, I'm not a big RPG guy, and, and but yeah, it, I just fell in love with that game and its style and its characters and their stupid accents. It was a yeah, superb, superb stuff. Um, Gary, care to close out this? Uh, yeah, this is easy. Uh, Street Fighter <laughs> Four. Um, uh, I, Street Fighter Four was supposed to be this big revolution for the franchise, and in a way, it kind of was. Uh, yeah. But I also feel like Street Fighter 4 was incredibly unbalanced. Um, and yeah, they balanced it a little bit further in with all the different versions they released. But I just felt like a lot of the characters just didn't cut it for me. Um, Sagat is my favorite character, as you guys know. And he was so overpowered in 4 that I felt guilty using him. Yeah. I, can't <laughs> that. I fucking hate Sagat. <laughs> you know? In that game. Yeah, and it was like, I, 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 as I mentioned before, I've come to the conclusion that they don't know how to balance that character. He's either too powerful or too weak. They can't find a balance for him. Yeah. And, you know, like you mentioned Seth, and I, I get that you want to have the super difficult boss fight at the end, because that's what fighting games are supposed to have. It's supposed to be a challenge to beat the final boss. But I felt Seth was just so stupid hard that I didn't really care to even beat him. And I had no enjoyment of beating him when I actually did. Like, I don't think he was a good character at all. Like, he doesn't fit Street Fighter, in my opinion, in any way. And I'm the sooner he's out of the franchise, the better, personally. <laughs> Um, I did love the art style of 4. I really did. Uh, I love the kind of cartoony look and the, like, the over-exaggeration on the character's face when they got hit by a lot of attacks. That was great. But I, it, it just felt, because it, it went 3D again, that it, it just felt like it was a little slower than I'm used to with Street Fighter. And 
I just yeah to me four just really didn't bring back the franchise that I was hoping like like the way I was hoping it would. Yeah. Um, especially with all the competition out there with Tekken and Soul Calibur, Guilty Gear, um like Arc System Works is pretty much taken over the fighting genre when it comes to two D fighters now. Um and yeah, Street Fighter four was a two D fighter with three D characters, but it was a two D fighter. And it to me it just didn't stack up. And we saw that it didn't succeed because Capcom didn't have enough money to make five. They needed help. Um which is really sad. But yeah, it was like the opposite problem with Five as well because it, the the core game was really good. It just didn't start with enough to go with it, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, but yeah, anything they added sort of messed with that in a way as well. Yeah, but Dragon Quest Eight, my God, man, uh, one of the best PS2 RPGs. Uh, yeah. one of is probably the best Dragon Quest game or Dragon Warrior, however you want to call it, uh, easily. Yeah, you have Akira Toriyama's art, but it, it's just so much more than that. You know, a beautiful open-world adventure. Uh, the graphics to this day stand out so well, and it works. Like, they even released it on the 3DS, and it looks worse than it did on the PS2. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, how? The 3DS is more powerful than the PS2. How is that possible? But, you know, it's the, the characters, like you said, the voice acting was hilarious. The dialogue was hilarious. Um, it was just overall so good. Like It's the most basic combat system you can possibly have. But yet somehow it never got boring with it. I mean, I don't so know. Strikingly vivid in its colors as well. It was, just, it was a lovely thing in a game at that time. Yeah, it's overall one of the best RPGs that Square Enix produced. Right. See, PS2 just at the end of its life had so many fucking crackers. You know, it just mm-hmm. you had that. You had Hitman Blood. You had Shadow of the Colossus. You had Tomb Raider Anniversary. You know things like that. Well, it's you just... say end of its life, but the PS2 lasted to like 2013 or whatever. Yeah, before, <laughs> yeah, before they started moving on to PS3, yeah. I meant. But yeah, it's uh, it was the that... lo- it was ridiculous that console. Yeah. It was, oh, yeah, God of War 2, again, that was another one that was at the end of that cycle. It's just, yeah, mad, mad. But then PS3 was pretty much the same. It had a whole bunch at the end. Uh, it ended with The Last of Us, for after all. So, anyway, um, so, yeah, Street Fighter 4 into the next round, 3-0. Um, Chris, you're next. Uh, let's go with 8. Group 8, 8, 8, 8, 8, 8. Um, that gives you... You've, we've only used two, five, and eight there, so the remaining numbers. Let's uh, go with one. Oh, oh, wait, two, five, and eight are the remaining numbers. Excuse me. No, no, uh, no, they're, no, they're the ones gone. So. The, oh, okay. So wh- one. Sorry, it's just there are more in this group than like some of the groups. That's why I went this way around. Uh, one is The Witcher Three. Gary. Four. Four, and in that group we have one, two, four, five, eight. Okay, let's go four. Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> yes, baby. <laughs> ben, you're kicking this off. What was the first game again? 
The Witcher 3. Oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> because, oh, if it was any other game, it would be The Witcher. But I'm going to have to go with Bioshock Infinite. Just okay. Be, just because I really dislike the franchise and nearly everyone I've met that really likes it seems to be a bit too OTT about liking it. There's not many people that I've found that just like it. They either love it or they, they you know, yeah. So I'm going to okay. have to go with Bioshock Infinite just because of the the fan base. But I would love to have gone with Witcher 3. <laughs> you already took it away from me from one voting thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. Um, so, um, so uh, Chris, is, is it Chris next? Yeah, I think so because yeah. I, I picked the first number. Um, so, man, this is a real. This is actually a really tough choice for. Sorry, Ben. I'm I'm in the group of people that you hate. Uh, <laughs> not not that bad though. Not that bad. I I love the Bioshock franchise as we kind of talked about last week. Um, and. Uh, but it pains me to say, as much as I like Bioshock Infinite, um, I'm going to have to go with that one being the more overrated of the two. Because I mean, man, what 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 can you say about The Witcher Three? It's it's one of those perfect perfect fucking games. Um, I, I I I haven't I haven't even finished it. Like I, I played it for a little bit finally. Um, I haven't finished it yet. But holy hell, it's uh, the side quests, the DLC. Um, you can get the the old the game of the year ultimate edition with everything. Usually, it's super cheap at least once a month on good old games. So if you don't have it yet, there's no reason you shouldn't have it on on PC. Um, if you if that's your if that's your uh, poison, yeah, um, currently here in Europe, I believe uh, as well for about sixteen pounds for the yeah. lot. So and I, and I mean it's and I love the Witcher uh, franchise. Um, Loved the first two games. I still haven't even finished the second game. I'm, I'm going to go back and finish that before I even go any more into three. Um, and I, I love the books. So I just, it's, it can't be overstated how perfectly CD Projekt Red um, just just made that, made that game. Um, other games now are taking notes from it on how to do side quests properly so they don't feel like fetch quests. So they actually feel like they're integral to the story and also fun to play and experience. So I would say, whereas Bioshock Infinite, I loved it in every way. Um, it, it's another one of those games that's like a perfect shooter for me, a perfect classic shooter. Um, but I will agree that the uh, that the people who really, really love it are like the... Uh, how, how can I put this delicately? The I am very smart crowd... Um, just because of this, because of the trans-dimensional multi-universe thing they had going on at the end. Spoilers. Yeah, you know what they are liking it to as a fan base, uh, the people that used to rave about Inception. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like... the fan base for Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, here you go. It's, it's that fan base. I mean, I mean, I like I... Rick and Morty, but I know what the fan base is like. Mm-hmm. So, oh, believe me, I, I know something about um, fan bases. <laughs> I, uh, I have full disclosure here. I, I do still enjoy My Little Pony to this day. Um, so I was 
uh, yeah. part of a certain right. fan base there. <laughs> so I know you something about open the bad door, man. We're supposed to keep that secret. Man, did uh, you see that death battle between My Little Pony and Raven? Oh my! Uh, God. No, I didn't. I saw the one between Rainbow Dash and Starscream, but I, I didn't watch the one between Raven and then uh, Ben keeping it a secret. You telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, it was on my most features. Like, have you seen this? I said, oh, okay then. No, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I am not ashamed of of uh, what I like. And, and who I am. So I've got nothing to, you know, if people want to bitch about it, fine, let them bitch about it, whatever. Um, but uh, back, back on track here, yeah, Bio, Bioshock Infinite, I loved it, but I only played through it once because I only felt like I had to experience the story once. You know, and I'll, I'll, that's it. I'll balance everything out. Fuck Witcher 3, send me the hate emails instead. <laughs> there we go. There we go, I took it off you, Chris. Thank you, thank you, Ben. Yeah, I mean that would be fine if you hadn't already voted. But uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna say there's one thing I hate about Witcher Three though. It's you know they promised all that free DLC. To me, all the free DLC they promised just felt like cut content that they just wanted to add over time. A lot of <laughs> what C Project Red get praised for is merely because everyone else is so fucking bad yeah. at it. That, that, that's it, which is fine. It's good. But I do worry that that will come back to bite them in the ass in the future if they don't follow a certain pattern. Because to and... me, it just felt like, oh, what we'll do is we'll, we've nearly finished this content, um, but rather than release it as an update like everyone else does, we'll just call it free DLC, and people get excited that they're getting some free stuff that you know would have been added anyway, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's what he'd done that. Um... I will add that I've finished Bioshock Infinite twice um, on both versions of PS3 and PS4 versions. Uh, I think it's a game that starts very strongly, um, goes off the rails for a bit, comes back around, goes off the rails for a bit, comes back around, ends brilliantly. And that's it. That's It's just a shame that there are those bits in the middle where it's like, this is a bit of a boring shooter, and I'd like to get back to the story stuff, please. It was more enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. And, just the, and the world, the game world was better before you had to start shooting a single gun. You know, just going around. It. I agree. It, it was it was a beautiful game, though. Like I I love the graphics, the animations on the characters. Like, damn, it definitely was the best of the... And I love the first Bioshock, one of my favorite games of all time. Bioshock Infinite just was such a beautif- more beautiful-looking game. Um, to it, it does pain me to say, but if I think if it had gone up against any other game, um, it mm-hmm. wouldn't have been. But compared to Witcher Three and what CD Projekt Red has done with that, I, I have to go with Bioshock. Yeah, it is really. Um, again, for me, Witcher Three is very much like Bloodborne. I just bounce off it repeatedly and <laughs> don't want to, but keep doing so. It's a uh... but yeah, Bioshock is probably my, my preference in this one for not getting knocked out. But hey. My vote is not in this one, so Bioshock Infinite is through to the next round. Joining Bioshock, actually. <laughs> Bioshock 2 is... Wait, in Gary point. didn't give his opinion. He did? He did? I get, well, if he did, I guessed it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was The Witcher 3, right, Gary? <laughs> 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 oh my God. I'm trying to be fair. 
I literally just typed out Bioshock Infinite wins 3 0. We already know Gary's opinion on it. So. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. I actually really like Bioshock Infinite. As I don't know how much you like The Witcher 3 sets. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, but I, I enjoyed Bioshock so, Infinite. You know, if you want to vote it. No, I'm just saying. I really enjoyed it. I loved the characters. I loved, uh, you know, the, the setting. I thought was great. I love that it was this bright world that's showing its ugliness right in front of you. Um, very well done stuff. And clearly, they fixed the shooting mechanics, which is the biggest problem I had with the first two. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed Infinite. If it was up against any other game, it probably would have not gone through to the next round. I like the DLC as well, actually, for Infinite. It goes back. Wish I would have played it. Oh, actually, is is the PlayStation Now version that have the DLC? Is it like the Game of the Year one? don't think it does. Damn it. But, uh, yeah. What about the collection? Does the collection have all the DLC? Yeah, for every game. I think, uh, like, 2 has Minerva's um, Den, I think, as well, which is another good DLC. Yeah, um, yeah the Infinite DLC, which, you know, deals with that whole infinite versions thing at the end of uh, infinite uh, by showing you an alternate version of the characters in in a universe we already kind of know so it it's cool and interesting and does and throws up another interesting twist at the end of it so it's a yeah a cool one mm-hmm. but uh 20th match uh ben um Go. uh four Group four, which has you can pick one, two, five, or eight. Eight. Chrono Cross or Chrono Cross, depending on where you come from. And Chris. Let's see. Let's go with uh, Group one. Yeah, which has two, three, or seven. Let's go with two. God of War. God of War. <laughs> I, don't, I don't recall. I don't recall that one. Which which one was God of War? God of War. Did that come out after Ascension. Is that yeah. the God of War? They had to name it twice. Well, you know, now there are going to be two God of War. I was emphasizing the point that it was God of War. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Um, so Gary, Chrono Cross versus God of War. Chrono Cross. Easily, it's probably the easiest decision I ever made in this thing. <laughs> I think Chrono Cross is the most overrated Square Enix RPG ever. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. I I played it on the PS One. I hated it. Uh, then I rebought it again, thinking that I was just you know mentally dumb, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't understand many times. Why people liked it, so I rebought it as a PS1 classic and played it on my Vita, and it was just as bad as it was when I remember it. Wow. Um, I thought its combat was boring, very confusing to get into. Um, they don't explain anything at all very well. Um, a stupid amount of characters for no reason that you can that join. I think it was like eighty characters can join your party. Like I get it if it's Swai Coden because that's kind of like the thing that it's known for, the 108 stars of destiny. But in this game, like there's just no need. I'm sorry. But the story I thought was it was boring. 
it, it looked pretty for a PS1 RPG, that's for sure. Um, but it, it was like Final Fantasy X's world uh, without the Final Fantasy X characters. <laughs> you would think, but like they they had the, like the same types of outfits, like even like the NPCs looked kind of the same. It was weird, but you know it's after coming off of Chrono Trigger, which is one of the most beloved RPGs, uh, which I do kind of think is overrated as well. But uh, small technical issue there. Gary picked uh, Chrono Cross, and you may have heard a bit of that. But uh, in case you didn't, Gary, a sorry. Um, of why <laughs> it's boring its characters are boring they have terrible design uh the combat is confusing as hell and they don't really explain exactly how it works um boring story coming off of what's considered one of the best rpgs of all time in chrono trigger um i can see why it never got a sequel because chrono cross wasn't a good sequel to what should have been a good franchise, in my opinion. Um, yeah, not a fan of Chrono Cross at all. One of, <laughs> in my opinion, one of the worst PS1 era RPGs that Square Enix produced. Uh, yeah, it sits on what, 92, I think? Just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> I mean, I was staring and thinking, that's high up. Strange you don't hear about it much. <laughs> so, but yeah, there you go. Um, okay. Ben? Uh, Chrono Cross, because I've never oh. played it, so. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll take that into consideration, should there be any sort of draw going on. Um, Chris? Man, I know it's already been decided, but I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta come up to Chrono Cross's defense here, because I am on the complete opposite end of the spectrum as Gary. Um, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a fantastic installment of uh, of, uh, of uh, the Chrono or continuation of the Chrono Trigger series. Um, uh, when you, I mean, when you play through the game and you get to the end and not everything is uh, quote unquote explained um, because it really gets more fucking confusing towards the, the end about who <laughs> who everybody is and what happened at the end of the first Chrono Trigger and. And uh, let me just say, they failed. At the end of the first Chrono Trigger, they didn't succeed. They failed. That's why Chrono Cross came about. Um, I loved the character. I know that a lot of them were all duplicates of one another, but for me, I kind of liked that because some of the characters I, I enjoyed the design of, so I wanted to keep them in my party more than anything. Although, honestly, right now, I can't remember most of them. I just remember a couple of them that I that I ended up using all the time. Are you surprised there are 80 of them? Yeah, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I unlocked all of them. I played the hell out of Chrono Cross. I loved that game. Oh, God. Um, I liked fighting the dragons toward the end. I love once you find out who Lynx is. Um, and, 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 and I liked Sergei and his weapon. Like, I just... I, I liked the... I didn't have as hard a time with the combat as you did, Gary. I, I had no problem figuring out how to use the different... Um, kind of the rock paper serene of the different elements to fight enemies and change the field to different colors so you can swing it to your advantage. Like I had no problem with it at all. Um, tons of mini games, lots of places to explore. Beautiful looking graphics for a PS One era RPG. Um, I just, yeah, I, I think it was a great. I think it was an absolutely great sequel. But unfortunately, yeah, we didn't get any sequels after that, and Chrono Trigger is kind of. 
died off. I, I for one, don't think Chrono Trigger is overrated. I loved that one, too. Um, I missed it on the Super NES, but I did play it on the Final Fantasy uh, Chronicles that came out for the PS1, and that was my first taste of Chrono Trigger, and I absolutely loved it. I played through that multiple times for all ah. the different endings and things like that. Oh. So, um... No wonder I'd never played Chrono Cross before. Never came out in Europe. Oh, there you go. Uh, hmm. But, yeah, you didn't miss but, much, Ben. Uh, <laughs> yes, you did. But, but... I, I am going to agree here and say that Chrono Cross is the more overrated one because God of War was such a huge uh, step forward in in gaming when it came out. And it was it was a surprise hit. It was a surprise uh, how, how good it was and, and the character and the storyline and, and everything. I mean, no, I uh, originally I don't think anybody saw that coming. Well, yeah, how, rightly, how successful yeah, it was going to be. If I remember hearing it rightly, it was originally pitched to Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Until Microsoft decided to turn it down because they didn't think it'd sell. Because Microsoft don't know a good game if it hit them in the face. Yep. It's okay, they got Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you mean the game that's only two points above Knack 2 in terms of score? <laughs> Which is like one of the weaker Sony <laughs> exclusives. Or should we call it No Man's Seas? Oh, snap. Or crack in the piss. <laughs> yeah, man. God of... Damn, dude. Just the first God of War. Another groundbreaking title in the extreme action combat. It did... Like you said earlier, it did everything... It took everything DMC did. and Or Devil May Cry, I should say, since there is a DMC now. It took everything the first Devil May Cry did and... Improved it, and every, now everybody is a Greek mythologist because of that game and 300. <laughs> you know, can, a, I, can I just yeah. say something really fast? I feel really bad for David Jaffe because here is a guy who wants to make small indie games, but every one of them that he's released have failed. But when he goes and does a big AAA game that he really doesn't really want to do, they're massive successes, and it looks like he's pretty much on his deathbed when he's done with them. <laughs> <laughs> like watching the making of God of War and seeing him like when the when like the first video they recorded like pre-production and then at the end he looks like he's pretty much OD'd on coffee and he's about to die at any moment. I think it's the thing with God of War though cuz look at the God of, new God of War game the guy looked like he was dead. Corey Balrog, yeah, he looked exactly the same with the second one too. Like he's all right. happy and nice and then he's yeah. like just ask your damn question. Let me move on. <laughs> Taking away his grandma's glasses as well, but I look at it in recent videos. It's just... Please kill. It, it, God of War, it's such a good game that you actually have to sacrifice your age to make it real. You have to make an actual <laughs> yeah. life sacrifice to release it. Uh, to get over, I, 80, eight, over 18 Metacritic, you have to give away 20 years of your life. <laughs> It just occurred to me that um, you know, God of War Two came out well after the well, after the PS3 had come out. You know, and launched here the week before um, the PS3 launched in Europe. Yeah. Um, and God of War was like 2005, which is a few, I think, three days ago. Yeah, three days ago it was 13 years old. So it's like even that was a late game. You know, by that point, we'd had 
three Grand Theft Auto games that have done well. You would have the Devil May Cry and all that, and just oh man, God, PlayStation Two. What a console! What a console! Well, greatest console of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, when you look at how long it's placed out, great games. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely how long, look how long it made games. It had FIFA till like what fourteen. Yeah, I think it was there. It's a, it surprised me. But because they were know. just porting the Wii version over. Wee. Wee. <laughs> don't know why. Don't know why. Um, right, uh, we're going to do one more for this week, and then we'll do the last batch next week. This round. Um, so Gary, you get to pick the first game from this one. Um, go ahead, pick a group. There's still games in every group. Let's go three. Group three, which has just the four games. Uh, you can pick from numbers two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Let's go eight. Overwatch. Congratulations, whoever comes to I'm it. sorry, got Chris. Three pass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Fortnite, then it's going to be fun. (laughs) The irony of games like Fortnite, uh, they're very popular, but there aren't really reviews for it because it's not out of early access. Um, But it's free, you know, PUBG. You you maybe think about that when you make an early access game. Uh, Right, um, so Ben, you get to pick the opponent. I want to go with Seven. Group Seven. Of which there are only three games left. You can go number two, six, or eight. Two. <laughs> Uncharted three. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who likes Overwatch. <laughs> Just remember, it's only the first round. It hasn't won anything yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, though, you, your vote is first. All the same. All right. Or, well, I, I know Gary already knows what I'm going to say, but um, Uncharted Three of the two, I believe, is the more overrated because I, I mean, it can't be understated right now how popular Overwatch is. It just won a Game Award for Best Ongoing Game uh, last December. Um, it has fantastic and memorable characters. Um, it's, it's the, you know, the hero. Uh, the, what do they call it? The hero uh, first-person battle arena or whatever. I mean, it's it's just. It's 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 well balanced. They keep improving it, doing what they can to improve it. Um, the characters are memorable, hilarious lines. The art is fantastic. Um, the, the the design. Um, I love. I, I'm a I'm a Widowmaker main. I fucking love sniping with her. Um, but uh, and I, I like other characters as well. Lucio. I love. I, I mean I mean anybody who picks up a game and plays it will immediately have a favorite and get addicted to it for a while. And even if they put it down, I mean, you have fond memories of it. Um, I haven't. I've been playing Titanfall two a lot more recently, uh, and I haven't picked up Overwatch for a while. But uh, I just, man, that game has Blizzard outdid themselves, and and it has taken Overwatch has taken the gaming world by storm. Uh, Uncharted three, uh, as much as I love uh, uh, the uh, the new setting, the new puzzles, um, Charlie Cutter. I, I fucking love him. I love the Of Mice and Men reference that was in that. that that's probably my favorite piece of dialogue in, in all of the games. Um, but I didn't feel that 3 had a very strong uh, main enemy. 
you know, main antagonist. I thought they were kind of weak. Um, I didn't really. Yeah, I, I mean, by the time by the time the game was over, I just felt the setting was kind of blah. It, it was the weak. It was the weakest of the four or five games, if you want to include the PS the PS Vita. Um, I think it was definitely the weakest and my least favorite of of them all. Just it, you know, I could have done just as well with without it. If they really wanted to impress me, they actually would have killed Sully, and then I probably would have been more um, uh, felt a lot more emotion. Which I oh. which I said they were going to do before the game came out. Yeah. And then they did it, and then they... They, they didn't. You always nearly kill Sully, but don't kill Sully. That's like Uncharted. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Uncharted is, oh, I'm on this ledge. I sure hope it holds up. <laughs> yeah, Man, yeah these, exactly. I shall jump across these platforms that have lasted for thousands of years. Oops, they fell. <laughs> So, 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 yeah, I, I'm very obviously. I think Overwatch is fantastic, um, but Uncharted Three is a little overrated uh, compared to it. Okay. So yeah, it's a good argument. Good argument, Gary. Oh, don't hate me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with Chris. <gasps> I have to go with Uncharted Three. Oh, what? Yeah, um, it's kind of the same argument I had with um, Minecraft, and I believe Overwatch, as much as I don't care for it, it has done a lot for, I guess, the industry and competitive multiplayer. Um, Overwatch has taken a simple, you know multiplayer combat game and essentially redefined it and now everybody is copying what they're doing in their games um much like a lot of games are starting to you know copy you know uh the battle royal mode you have you know overwatch comes out and then all of a sudden you have fortnite come or not fortnite uh battleborn coming out and I think there's like another game that was just like it as well. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, what's that one you played, Julian? Do you mean Paladins? Yeah, that's one of them, the free-to-play one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then we just recently had another one that got cancelled, the Epic Games one. Oh, yeah, Paragon. Uh, Paragon. Uh, it's all trying to follow the God, success of I don't know of so many of these games, even though I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so it's really done this incredible thing, like Chris has said, where it's just opened up this door for so many other companies to essentially mimic it, much like Final Fantasy did for its time, where you had Final Fantasy come out and every RPG tried to mimic Final Fantasy um, and gain its success. But, you know, like Chris said, the cast of characters are so unique in that game and the art design and, and, and the graphics just resemble a Pixar cartoon so well. Like it's, it's one of those things where I hope that they eventually add some kind of a story mode to it uh, because I think they can do some great stuff with it, especially with like the character introduction trailers they've done uh, are so cool and so fun to watch. Um, but I'm not a fan of the game myself, but I can see why so many people would love it because it is fun and, it can be difficult, and people can be assholes, but what multiplayer game do you play where people aren't like that? Yeah, yeah very true. 
when it comes to Uncharted three, though, um, I consider three the weakest of all of them. Um, not because it's a bad game; it's really like to me, all the Uncharted games are good. Even Golden Abyss, I thought, was really good. But it's it was one of those games where to me it just wasn't as memorable in a lot of its moments like all the other ones were. Um you have like the great scene with the with the with the cruise ship. Uh that was a very memorable scene. And I think they try to kind of recreate the um the train sequence from two with it, but just kind of on a different setting and location. Yeah, and I think the problem with that is that it was a whole section that just came out of nowhere, really, compared to where the story was going. It just sort yeah. of like, oh, we're on the journey of this. Uh, now we're going to take a side step, so no, we can do this. Boat. Uh, as much as I fucking love that section, but yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah, which is but hard. I will disagree with Chris when it comes to Uncharted Three, where I actually think the story in Three is the best one. Really. Yes, I love the villains in 3. Um, I loved Cutter. I think he's the best character they introduced and then forgot about in 4, which made me really sad. Yeah, I agreed that Cutter was an awesome character. <laughs> Cutter was amazing, and they should have more of him. But I enjoyed it. I, I like that they kind of went... Uh, when it came to the final boss fight, you know, you had the first game, which was kind of, you know, oh, get behind cover, shoot, move, behind cover, shoot again. And two, where you know he's kind of like immortal and you're just running in a circle, hitting him whenever you can with bombs. Um, whereas three, they in a way kind of combined it, but also made it very cinematic. Um, I, I don't remember the guy's name that you fight. Um, yeah, neither do I. That, that's my big problem. I don't remember. <laughs> even even though I didn't remember Lazarevich's name, I knew he was iconic. Um, three, well, yeah. I'm gonna hit you with knowledge, Talbot. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Wasn't he I like thought... the British man in a suit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the British man in the suit, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just love that the fight with him more. I love how Sully played a more integral part of the story um, and, and the past, how it kind of showed the past between him, Drake, and, and, and the lady that's trying to, you know, get the, the genie. Uh, Wait, but why did Robbie Williams be part of this story? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I just felt like the story in three was 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 the best one out of all of them. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, I loved seeing you know the, the pass between Sully and Drake, and how it kind of connects to where they find themselves now. Uh, it kind of came full circle on that game, in my opinion. But yeah. but yeah, Overwatch uh, simply because it's done something for the industry, whereas Uncharted three, though great really didn't really push that franchise whereas 2 did. 2 really pushed that franchise, whereas 3 was let's take what we the success of 2, which was very successful and essentially capitalize on it. But not try to move it forward. Fair enough, I'd say. Um, I would add that uh, Uncharted games are miserable with their finales, especially boss fights anyway. Uh, I'd say Lost Legacy, anyone even comes close to nailing it, to be honest. Um, everything in that final section just works perfectly. Uh, it's put, and you know why? Because they don't do what every other fucking game did. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to do a boss fight when you're not fighting a supernatural enemy, you know? Uh, where it's just another guy and 
I can shoot them and it's over. That's boring. You have to do something. That's why I like three so much is they kind of made it. It was more of a hand-to-hand fight, but there's a lot of obviously quick time button presses and all that. I just felt it was more well done than the first or even the second game. Mm. So. Yeah, first game is wank to be fair, but you know. <laughs> Especially with those motion controls. Uh. <laughs> okay, so um, that wraps up this. We've now gone twenty-one <coughs> matches in. We've got. Hey, I didn't uh, Oh. <laughs> yeah, Damn, Neil. Ben? Skip Gary, skip Ben. <laughs> I'm going to vote for Uncharted 3. Oh, there you go. So, there we go. Thanks. Uh, Sorry. I, I get the, I'm trying to keep the system remembering who's where, and then I just skip people as a result. Um, cool. Anyway, so that uh, Uncharted 3 in. Um, yeah, so up to 21 now. So. Just to recap what's gone through today, uh, God of War 3, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Mass Effect 2, Call of Duty 4, Assassin's Creed 2, uh, Final Fantasy 10, Grand Theft Auto 5, Street Fighter 4, Bioshock Infinite, Chrono Cross, and Uncharted 3. There you go. It's, um, I'm going to piss off some really big Square Enix fans. Uh, well, Naughty Dog fans maybe even, because um, that's now... <laughs> that, that's two games now in the next round. So, to be honest, the, the two least considered, I suppose, in Uncharted Three and Four. So, it's a shame because I think Four's got a very good story. To be honest, but, yeah. oh, this, that's the way it's going to be. Um, yeah, both Uncharted's one three now. There you go. Okay, so yeah, we've still got games in every single group still, which is amazing. It is. Uh, couple with just two in but still it's uh the last round is going to be fun there's some heavy hitters still to come uh entire franchises that haven't appeared and uh certain uh very popular games that could be drawn against some very popular games (laughs) (laughs) and i will enjoy that especially if uh the likes of tim are on which could uh sway certain franchises one way or the other um cool so that is us for this week. Uh, we'll do quick shout outs. Um, Chris, shout outs and contacts. For you. Uh, shout out to Tim. Uh, miss him. Want to want to get him on here again. Um, and of course, uh, uh, my my wife who puts up with me doing this. And uh, and uh, uh, any well, I don't really have any contacts right now. But if you would like, uh, I am still writing. Uh, I've got some reviews coming up for uh, PSU. Uh, you can find me under the author Chris DeVisser. And yeah, that's it. I do. Um, Gary? Uh, you guys, of course, for having me on. All the listeners for constantly listening to me and putting up with me. Um, <clears throat> Fonzie, uh, he's coming back next week, I hear. I'm excited <laughs> about this. It could be fun for everyone's on next week. I probably should have done more today. <laughs> 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 I'm curious to see how his ketchup cake came out. Uh, <laughs> that looks disgusting as hell, but okay. Um, Tim, of course, uh, I hope he's able to join us again soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That is. Ben. I want to shout to Klaus and I bring here at Phoenix Down Radio. Go check out www.phoenixdownradio.com. Shout out to Twitch. TV session involved, Mel, your girlfriend's favorite streamer. 
Uh, shout out to Afonso for being awesome and yeah. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do. Um, yeah, you can tweet the us at uh, pod underscore unchained um, if you want to disagree with any of the things we said here. Me and Ben will be the only one that really notice it. I always <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> but yes, if you want to go there for that and make any suggestions on what you think maybe should have uh, happened. Because um, I'm sure there's a bit of debate over some of those. And uh, yeah, as ever, thanks everyone for listening. We'll, of course, continue this next week. The week after, I'm not so sure, because we also have to do a very large wrestling podcast that week. Yes! <laughs> That's Sunday, so we, Sunday, Sunday. We will have to take a break. We may take breaks between rounds just because certain things are happening in the industry and we need to talk about them. And, uh, I heard there's an E3 at some point. Uh, we should be done before then, to be fair. Okay. I mean, if, if we've gone, we should do three weeks You know, this round and then it's only half the matches on the next round. And probably get more argumentative as we get down to games that everyone doesn't like. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> Which games do we dislike more? <laughs> Which one of these is more of a bastard? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yes, it will be interesting. Um, yeah, so until next week, uh, tatty bye. <laughs>